Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Okay, guys, that is my third Guinness, which is trouble. I genuinely think the last time I had three Guinness was on a stag do, possibly mine. You are uh, not- <laughs> no. Why is my face numb? <laughs> you are notorious for uh, popping off after two two pints, I'd say. Popping off after two <laughs> pints. It's got a reputation. <laughs> I remember being out at a bar with you, and you disappeared, and I was like, "Where's Tom?" Took out my phone to call or text you, mm. and I'd already had a text from you saying, "Back at hotel, trousers off." <laughs> Hang on. Okay, first of all, not not but, that not that you got lucky. You were in bed with uh, Maeve Binchy novel. First of all, thrilled that uh, Clint Edwards, who's our guest on today's Cabin Fever, has started talking before we've introduced him. He's yeah. an absolute pro. Thanks yeah. for that, Clint. <laughs> oh right, um, we're recording. Cool. We're, we're yeah, going. Yeah. Um, secondly, Dave, there's bigger news here than me popping off after two, and that is, <laughs> Dave, as I speak, as, as I do this podcast for the first time in four months of doing yeah. this wretched thing. I can see you. See my face. I can see your face. We're, uh, I'd say, 1.7 metres apart. Okay, hang on. Definitely one metre plus, but not probably two. there. Move now we're, now we're two. Tom's fine. moved Now we're legal. We're, uh, the, we're, we're sitting in uh, the outside of a bar in King's Cross, actually the home of the uh, London Podcast Festival, King's Place. Yeah. Uh, and on the, uh, there's a sign on the pillar that says, Did you know Donald Trump is 1.9 metres tall, so keep a Trump away from your mates? Mm. And then there's a little uh, animation of a, uh, Donald Trump's head. Mm. Um, is Donald Trump that tall? That's very tall. I didn't think he's that tall at all, no. no. Can we, no. Clint, could you fact check that how, for us, please? How big is a Trump? Um, how tall is a Trump? How long is a Trump? I um, but I, do, I think that's quite a good analogy for, um, for COVID, isn't it? Because of the, the element of Trump. If you think of a Trump as a fart, mm. we should all think of ourselves as giving off Trumps of, yes. of, of viralness as we yes, go around. A diseasey fart. Exactly so. So keep a diseasey fart away from each other and we'll all be fine. <laughs> there you go. There's a new slogan, Boris. You can have You're that welcome. one for free. That's yours. Uh, so this is Cabin Fever, weekly five for the fifth one. Oh, I haven't got a clue. Couldn't I've had David, David. I've, uh, do you know what? I was about to say I've had three pints of Guinness. I've not I've had two. Yeah. But uh, so I've got my third in front of me. So uh, this is going to be. Really bad. Some, something's going to happen here. So yes, we uh, uh, we decided we try uh, with the relaxed regulations uh, doing this. I mean, the problem is Tom. Hang on, the hang on. Sorry, don't do the whole. We decided we'd try. Right? Here's what actually happened. <laughs> we penciled in four o'clock to do cabin fever as per normal. Right? With Helen Monk doing the film thing, oh, yeah. and then you sent a text. Right? <laughs> About two o'clock in the morning, saying, "Are we going for pints on Sunday afternoon?" Well, no. You sent a text saying, "I'm meeting Clint for a pint yeah. on Sunday afternoon." And I went, "Cool. Is that before or after we're recording cabin fever?" And then the mishmash of that was, "We're now here." doing it live without Helen but with Clint I would love you to check the timestamp on that message that you referred to as about two o'clock in the morning because I think that will really show your sort of uh, <laughs> daily sleep schedule yeah. you're sort of really 
what, deep into the sleep, right? 9.42. <laughs> Middle of the night, my friend. 9.42pm. Do you remember? Is Cornelia serious? Hi, yeah. uh, you got your Amazon the Alexa yeah. for the first time we realised you can send messages to other people you know oh, yeah. with Amazon Alexa so we so you were like let's send Tom a message <laughs> and you reply again similar time saying can you not we're in bed <laughs> yeah it was about half eight and, he, and yeah, he's like yeah. Beth's trying to sleep and I'm uh, just finishing my book <laughs> It's really annoying. I'm trying to read Scandi Noir and suddenly a robot starts speaking to me. It's you and Cornelius pissing around with your gadget. So there you go. That's the full compliment today. Cornelius is here for back with a vengeance to do some television. But no bill. But uh, no, the bill. There is some exciting new television to report, though, and I've seen some of it. All right. Quite excited. Uh, Clint Edwards, the comedian and writer, is our guest. Uh, Clint, uh, just... Before we sort of get into it, and we'll talk to you properly in a minute, but what would you say your favourite thing about this podcast is? Remind us what yeah. it's called again. <laughs> this is really cruel. What's cabin helpful fever. is that a load of geese... What did he say? He said cabin fever. He got it right. Yeah, oh, that's better than me. I always call it cabin pressure. Just um, there's a load of geese going past. A load of uh, Canadian we, geese. We are sat by the canal, just for clarity. Oh, it's lovely. The Canadian um, it's canal. so nice. It's lovely to be outside. This is... This, I mean, so what I was going to say before we started whiffling away, this is classic cabin fever, is that... Um, us, by being here, we've completely undermined the entire purpose, format, and point of this podcast, which is it's a lockdown podcast. Yes, but but I think we're still promoting lockdown because <laughs> I thought about this. We are giving our listeners an example of what happens when you come out to a pub, mm. right? Which is we've spent money, too much money on beer, right? Yes. And um, we're not having fun and we're already a bit bored. So this is a good warning against <laughs> Great that you're out. reverse engineering this live. See? So what we're saying to people is, for God's sake, stay at home, stay safe, don't socialise because socialising, as you're about to hear, is awful. The way you presented that makes it sound like we have been sort of employed to promote lockdown by the government in some way. And yeah. It is worth pointing out, as ever on this podcast, no one's paying us. No, no nobody has no. given us any money to to promote that message. We've even given the King's Place a shout out. No money changing hands there, is there? No, nothing. No. In fact, we're paying them to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello is. to uh, thanks to uh, Rotunda, the uh, bar, restaurant, and private dining establishment which we are currently at, yeah. paying six pounds a pint. Yes. I'd like to do a quick shout out to Bill Gates who sent me a lovely delicious vaccine in the post and it was really nice. <laughs> and the microchips are smaller than you think. <laughs> and they don't hurt that much when they, they go in. They're, They're nice. absolutely fine. So, Strawberry um, flavour. Um, Clint, first of all, first up, thanks for listening to the show. Thank you. Thank I you for writing it, in. Really glad to welcome you on board. This is my, um, this is my first, time, this is first time out since March. Is it really? Yeah. It was going to be a quiet private affair just with Dave, but you built a fucking podcast around it. <laughs> I thought we would. Um, here's what's interesting, though, Clint. Now, it's fair to say, pre-COVID, you're a big fan of an anti-back wipe. Oh, my God. If there isn't a fat bug with my involvement, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, like when people name a star after you for your birthday, you've got a fat bug. <laughs> a little certificate with Clint Edwards. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> if your Victorian toilet hasn't flushed in the last six years, it's because of me. <laughs> um, so how is it, as someone who is a big fan of cleanliness well, we should paint a picture because clint is currently sitting uh, uh with holding a microphone with a uh, a pint of beer with two anti-back wipes wrapped around it so he doesn't well, have to also when cornelius handed him the mic yeah he clint looked at the mic and said well that's going to kill me yeah so but now the mic has been wet wiped so do you feel okay cause of death 
Cornelius. <laughs> Not the first. Um, that's why he's running to Australia. Fortunately, these mics have been quarantined because I haven't got any work on at the moment. So, <laughs> there you go. It's perfect. <laughs> Who's paying for these beers? We're going to run away. This is going to be really bad. Jump on the back of those geese. Fly me back to Canada. Take me to Justin Trudeau. Um, so, so uh, how has it been? Sorry, Clint. Yeah. Tell us about your. Tell us about. I your can't lockdown. remember the question. Well, how's no, it been? I want, I want to hear about. No, what I want to hear about is not your lockdown. I want to hear about what it's like now. Be, give, tell our listeners what it's like being out at the moment. Better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is this. We're just by a canal here, Kings Cross. Um, all the staff are wearing masks. Yeah. I like that. Um, and everyone's sort of nicely spaced out. I was a bit. I was really nervous coming here. It's the first time being out. So. Yes. Yeah, there it's is a, a thing. This is, it's not my first. It's probably my third time being oh, out, you're the outside. Vector. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is the, the first time you do it. It's very, it's quite anxiety-inducing, isn't it? You wonder what's going to happen and what it's going to be like. But we, are, I mean, there's nobody within eight meters of us now. You know, currently, no. So it's actually really. But that's because we're recording a podcast. And everyone will be like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if you do want to socially distance, <laughs> pull some mics out, and people will naff <laughs> off within seconds. Um, I would say what's interesting about this is that um, this has you know, been in my diary now for all of 24 hours and already as it is a sort of inching our way back to normality I was like oh for God's sake I've got to go to this bloody go for a drink do you know what I mean like already it's got back to a point where I'm like oh I've got to go and do a thing now because hmm. so, what I loved about lockdown was just my diary just got erased I like, have um, this has happened to me more and more this week I've noticed probably in the last two weeks and hopefully the people that this pertains to aren't listening particularly but I have Hello Dave's mum and dad in the, No, in fairness they're some of the only people I have actually seen mm. but I have made and cancelled more plans in the last two weeks like made excitedly yes. in a sort of oh we can go and well, come meet. on let's do this and yeah. then cancelled on the day because I just can't be asked, oh, really? or right, don't right, want right. to leave the house or yeah. you know because you've got so used to not going out yeah. that, that you get, it gets to the day and you're sort of like I'm just not really I don't actually want to go out and see people I thought I did but I don't yeah yeah, and that's that, that's that's happened. Uh, I mean, it's happened twice in a, this weekend. For what you flaked out? Yeah, but not. And have you deployed COVID as a, as an excuse for flaking out, or have you made it? No, no, no. I just use my usual excuses, which vary. Usually, usually hangovers, all right, isn't it? Or yeah, a, or just you know, usually not, true. Not feeling too. Yeah, exactly. I've got a hangover from my first pint of Guinness, and I'm on my third Clint. Have I mentioned that? This is the most I've ever seen you drink. Yeah, mm. agreed. I'm so impressed. I got a bike down here, guys. I went on a bike to avoid public transport because I thought that would be sensible. Was it a Lime? It was not a Lime. It was an Uber bike, although they've been bought out by Lime now. Have they? Don't know why I did that's, that voice. That's not the direction that's I thought weird. that buyout would go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a bike down. And it, there's a, I, I, I'm scared the about ordering food now. <laughs> it's a bag of citrus. The, yeah, Shit! The, the, the bike is still there. But... Um, I don't think I can get the bike home after two gin I, can I? No, Just you're, kick it into you're the walking. Canal. You're walking. So um this is yeah, cabin fever. We've had our fun now. We've had our bit of excitement. Let's let's, let's root, give the listeners something. Let's root this back into the way we normally do cabin fever, so which is mainly, I'll be honest, me and you catching up on our weeks and I'm quite interested uh, in your shorts. So, here's the thing. I hadn't noticed that I had a small crotchal blowage in the shortage area. So I've got some old denim shorts. Actually, they're not that old. They're two years old. But I've put on so much weight. Mm. I've added so much timber to my waist, essentially, that um, these shorts were starting to blow at the crotch, which is what happens, doesn't it, for all mm. denim. All denim eventually I've never must heard blow it at the crotch. Blow at, blow at the crotch. All denim, it, say, it says it on the... It's, it's in the contract you sign with Levi's. 
and forsooth all denim shall blow at the crotch <laughs> and um, my um, really nice denim shorts that, I've, that I have worn throughout Dave right can you can you very quick just just, <laughs> just describe what's happening no you, you must you must do it go on. what can just you see on the car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you it was like a dream <laughs> Was it was a human womble with a joint in his mouth going past in the smallest little like bright white coracle <laughs> at this side of Wales? Yeah, he, he looks like he's a messenger from the other side. <laughs> imagine, imagine beard with a bit of human attached. Yeah. Oh, that's vomiting. Sorry, so you had a you got you got so, a crotchal hole. So yeah, I've got the I've got a crotchal hole. I've got actually underway, got... but I didn't realise how bad it was. I thought it was a I thought it was a minor sort yeah. of vent. But actually, it turns out it was full Chernobyl. Okay. <laughs> That's what I hadn't realised. And, and how did it... Did you do... You were doing yoga? I did some yoga. Yeah. Well, my brother... It was my 40th last weekend, Dave, see above. And I um, just decided to do some yoga on the yoga mats. Did Adrienne. Me and Adrienne caught up. And I, it was a basic... I was in a basic cross-legged position. And I just heard a proper... It's just like a interested in um, when it goes. you doing yoga in denim shorts. That's I just because I, it was spontaneous yoga, Dave. We've right. been there, mate. You know when we've just had spontaneous yoga. You know, yeah, do you feel, when you feel the need for. So you Tom Jones to your shorts. I did you. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. I couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> I got oh. I got some crotch news actually. If you want it, yeah, cr- interested. Uh, yeah, yeah, go on. It's more sort of uh, inner thigh news than crotch news. Go on. I don't know how interesting or exciting this is. We'll but find out at the end. Go on. I've been uh, <laughs> suckered in once again by an Instagram advert and <sighs> spent too much money on the, the product. The product is new boxer shorts. Yeah. And these new boxer shorts have been designed, and I'll sort of take you through them, normal boxer shorty <laughs> material, <laughs> but the inner thigh has a little, um, uh, is made of lycra. You've got fortified pants, haven't you? They don't ride up. Oh, they don't ride up. They don't ride up. The, the inside of the boxer does They've not got ride a good up. L- leg length. Hang on, are you wearing well. the neck? Yep. That looks like a six inch. One sec. Is that a six inch? Wow. That's a six inch. So oh, there's like I a see. panel of yes. a little, little lycra. Yeah, inner thigh lycra. And. Lycra. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't. It does not. The, the boxer short, and this is only of interest to, I'd say, gentlemen with larger thighs. Yeah. The boxer short does not ride up at all. Wow, has that made a difference then? Huge difference. So you have, does that mean you have no contact with your scrotum all day long? Yeah, I'd, I'd say, I'd they, go as far as to say that, yeah. No, no sort of, because that's the problem with denim. No one ever talks about that with denim. Te- denim is an absolute nightmare for the for those with testicles. It is, it's just a kind of constant... It doesn't work, does it? No. Why are you wearing a pair of denim shorts outside of a Wrigley's advert anyway? <laughs> <laughs> because I... Because... I because they were cheap on ASOS, right? So <laughs> I bought them. They died. I put a gra- I put a video on um, Instagram, which you're probably not going to be able to hear. I'll try. I'll try and play it out. I might not be able to. Hear, but, oh, hang on, sorry. That's Ronan Keating's new single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ronan. In, in a sec, yeah. Um, I put a picture. I put a picture of my f- my. Um, sorry, guys. Hang on one sec. I've had two and a half pints of Guinness. Um, I put a picture of my shorts on Instagram. Uh, as before I put them in the bin because I wanted to see them off. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to sign them out in the best possible way. <laughs> so. <laughs> we just watched the original in the last post, yeah? Is there audio? Yeah. Yeah, I played that. That's lovely. Oh shit, sorry, Ronan. No, mate, not mate. <laughs> um, I've, got a good, I've got a good blowing at the crotch story, actually. I've got a good crotch and okay. blowing story. So I have a dog. I'll tell you what, can I just say, this is the first time we've ever done this podcast in public, and yeah. I would like to think that this is quite a good quality <laughs> podcast in general, and we've built a lovely following of people yeah. that 
know who we are and what we're like and the sort of thing you know what they're buying into but, are but currently sitting near in the public mm. we are four white men in yes. our late 20s Freaking. and mid 30s and now and 40s, now 40s. Holy never sh- looking never looking more self-important who yeah. currently only talked about their crotches yeah. <laughs> that's all that's <laughs> happened so far listen this is the headline news for your crotches <laughs> so this happened to me about two years ago i was walking the dog <laughs> and i had um uh, a pair of jeans on which which ha- were, they were beginning a light blow at the crotch okay so we're talking a whole at the time I thought it was probably that sort of size hmm. what's that Dave describe that Clint describe uh, that an old 50p yeah 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 quite yeah plenty yeah um, and I was walking dog and a she, pog uh, a pog <laughs> a the pog, size yeah. of a pog so I'm walking my pog and she did a poo. So I had to crouch down. I had to squat down to pick it up, right? And it was a cold winter's day. And as I squatted down to get the poo, um, I hadn't realised, but I did instantly, that I was also wearing a pair of pants, <gasps> boxer shorts, that had synced up. Yes. That had the same hole. In exactly the same spot. Tricky, that is. Right, so as I squatted, the holes, both both the holes in both my pants and my jeans, at the same time... How long ago was this? Two years ago. Two years ago, okay. Went... Whoosh, both of them. So as I, did I don't a, remember you being destitute two years ago. As I did a squat to pick up dog poo, both of my testicles <laughs> appeared and dangled in the breeze. Nice. The two holes lined up like yeah. some weird, <laughs> awkward and telescope. Right like, and as I was getting the poo, I was like, God, I can really feel it feels cold today. I didn't realize it was that cold. And I realized that I was, yeah, sack out. Sorry. Incredible scenes. Okay, so yeah, so well, I mean, we're we are blessed, aren't we, on the podcast with two guest voices? Yep. Um, but by virtue of the fact that there are four of us having a drink on a Sunday afternoon, yeah. So Cornelius will be uh, second. So I don't know how he'll view that as either the headline act or the sort of bit at the end of the podcast once everyone's fallen asleep. You know, mm. take it as you will, Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, yeah, our, our, guest, our guest is Clint Edwards, comedian, writer, funny man. Uh, long-haired Alice band wearer post-lockdown, which I've never seen before. I've never owned, never even held an Alice band before COVID. Now I've got ten of them. Yep. Wow. Because you a, need to buy that many to find one big enough for my massive head. It's a slippery, <laughs> slippery slope, isn't it? Exactly. Um, also, Clinton, you've had a very, um, how can I put this, intimate time with a local fox. Do you want to tell us about your fox? Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. Bartholomew, son of Furrows, to give him his full Lovely. name. Uh, yeah, I've been getting heavily into, uh, since my career's been cancelled, getting heavily into uh, foxes, British birds, and online chess. Okay. Right, right, right. But, go on, I mean, up? I think we need more detail than this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not about the chess, Paul's the chess. Um, but tell us about the fox. How did you first meet your, your Renard friend? He, um, what was the first meeting? He came in, because um, you get quite a few foxes coming around, but he's very recognisable because he's very small. He's very uh, like a little runt mm. and uh, is a, probably the size of three domestic house cats. Good. You've worked that out, haven't you? And uh, he, he came around uh, looking, he was panting, so I took him out some water and then uh, he was uh, very timid. But then uh, I've got, because I've got crows, so mm. I feed crows in the garden all the time. So I've got a family of five crows mm. um, and I was out there giving them food. Then he started sniffing because they like chicken and bits of bacon and stuff. Mm. And then he came sniffing around one day. So I started feeding him and then he was seemed really brave. So then I kept giving him some food. Mm. Uh, now he just comes around. He came around just before I left. Um, he just he just comes around and hangs out lit for hours. Mm. So he would just come into the garden. Not even he's 
used to come up and just sit on the windowsill, look look through for food. Yeah. Or well, look through. I'd go out and give him some food. Now he just comes in, sits in the garden, and you look out three hours later, and he's still there. Just, I just love the idea of you safe space in your, you know, all all in black as you always do wear, nice shades of black with your crows and your fox sort of like a goth safari park it's just a lovely image i just love that's that's how you've spent your lockdown yeah yeah so nice. goth so. safari i like that how yeah. has lockdown been then in general clinton has it mainly been fox and bird based <laughs> and a bit of chest i don't yeah. get the chance we should have had clint on every day to be honest <laughs> obviously only i only played with the black pieces <laughs> It's been okay. I quite, I've quite liked it actually. I mean, this is our lockdown podcast, Clint. Sorry, the reason, so the reason at the start of the podcast I put you on the spot horribly is because just before we press record, you said, "Hang on, what is this again?" Uh, so I just thought it was. <laughs> to be fair, worth- Dave, we say that most weeks. Now. Yes, What's it was again? worth flagging that you are here. I'd say not under duress, but we were having. No, a- I, was, I was here just to have a drink with you. Yeah, we had to, to have a drink, and now you've been forced. Tom to be on and a equipment podcast. turned up. <laughs> His name's, Corn- his name's Cornelius. Uh, uh, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> call him by his name. It's outrageous. Um, it is unfair to put you on the spot. But how has it been? Because, Clint, out of everyone I know, you gig a lot, you know, and when life is normal, you are doing stand-up all the time. How has it been to not be out on the circuit? Has it been glorious to get your evenings back? Well, I think that... Uh, I'm so glad you asked. Mm. I uh, don't actually mind it because part of me, what I would like to do is just sit in a cottage in an armchair with a stack of books and, and that's crows. it yeah so i don't and have you caught crows. up on your reading because i was a bit obsessed at the beginning of lockdown I'll never I was be like, caught up on reading no never. no how is what how is your unread book pile at the moment because i know you're quite it's get is bigger mm. it's bigger than it was at the start of lockdown mm. what have you been to? reading uh tolstoy philip k dick um bit of cormac mccarthy god have you read the road yeah. Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. Beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful, but it makes me when want they're to talking absolutely about, shoot myself in the head twice. And then when they're walking down the side of like a silt covered hill and he says like, because uh, the, the ground is covered in uh, about six inches of black ash. And he said yeah. their, their, their footsteps closed uh, silently like eyelids behind them. I oh, love that. good God. It's so good. But the bit when they find um, uh, a can of, a can of Coke... Yeah, the final yeah, yeah. remaining. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I thought you'd say it. like the baby eaters, but the can of co- yeah, the can of <laughs> coke. Yeah. That's the thing. That yeah, it's Cormac sticks. McCarthy. is amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's. I think uh, I don't mind sitting down and doing nothing physically as long as I'm engaged mentally. But mm. I'd go stir crazy if I was just mm. if I didn't have any stimulus. And you don't mind about the fact that your entire career has been put on pause. Yes, I mean that's but it gives, ground you into know, the dust. All comics. It's going to be interesting when stand-up starts up again. All comics are going to report to the stage with surely the same selection of, of observations and anecdotes. Yeah, it's going to be weird. And what I miss is I do miss being on stage and I do miss doing stand-up because I love love it. But what I haven't had is what I've noticed a lot of other comics have, which is a is immediately it's like well I'm going to start doing Zoom gigs or I'm going to start doing cause mm. that that desire to. No one asked you, did that they? Desire to perform. No one asked you to. I have. I've had. I've been offered. Uh, I've been offered a few Zoom gigs, and mm-hmm. I've said no. Have you? I am going to do my first one in a couple of weeks, mm. so I figured I might as well give it a go. Yeah. Just as lockdown ends. <laughs> Jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> Zoom gigs fun. are basically sort of stand-up babe station, aren't they? Essentially, <laughs> just the it whole is, thing. Yeah. The whole thing feels like. Just text me a request. I'll observe anything you like. I'll do it in my heels. Okay. My name's Jason Fleming.
For more than my past podcasts, you'll see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people. People who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turned their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The More Than My Past podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so it is uh, Cornelius Day, the second Cornelius Day of Cabin Fever Weekly. Oh my God, he's not about to do the whole Bill episode, is he? <laughs> the, the look of terror in your eyes. You're about to do a whole Bill episode. I've never seen the look oh, of terror in Tom's eyes before because we've not been doing this well, face you've not to had face. Any, yeah. any FaceTime, have you, Dave? Any Couldn't that afford the broadband. Gen- <laughs> genuinely terrifying. Uh, no, so so what we so we set Cornelius off last time, didn't we? Uh, we oh, said yes. let's retire the bill, go and find us something new to talk about yes. from television. Well, and Cornelius is very much not a man of current. Uh, technological persuasion in the sense that he watches all his television on YouTube, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Why would you pay for any of the others? Well, you say that, but you live with me and I pay for all the others. Yeah, so I do occasionally <laughs> watch that. <laughs> but, uh, I, that feels like a I QED. <laughs> I entertain myself perfectly with just YouTube television. Mm. Mm. So tell us your thought process. Also, what it. is a POG? Oh, Pog, God, it was a unit of yeah. currency back in the day. Is that a genuine question? Yeah. You don't know what a Pog is? No. It was a sort of bit of plasticky cardboard that was a circle, but it had little notches in it, and you could attach them to each other, because the notches you could, would allow you to... Okay. Also, you that could was... build stuff out of them. Like a really, really bad Lego, essentially. Okay. Can you the Lego? You can't, you can't the weight you gave Lego, on that, yeah. admirable. Yeah. So, <laughs> also, yeah. first thing, what is a fucking Pog? <laughs> <laughs> also, when I told him what it was, I've never seen a man look more instantly bored in my yeah. life. I was right. never into Pogs, to be fair. No, I was never. Kind of guy. For me, so you know, it was it was Bitcoin before Bitcoin. <laughs> a bit of a coin. <laughs> I only got into it because someone on some blue tick told me to buy a thousand <laughs> thousand pogs. So um, yeah, Con, explain your thought process and how you've chosen your new television uh, show to talk about. Um, I just it just came to me. Noel Gallagher says when he talks about you said this on the podcast what? so many times. Don't what, look quoting back in anger. The songs come to him in the shower. Yeah, no, no, not in the shower. They just appear. All right. Him from the sky, and I just remember that. So he includes the word sky so often in his songs. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Um, I just remembered this show uh, from the noughties that me and my dad used to watch called Swag, what? which was on Channel Five. Right, and it is a prank show against criminals. <gasps> 
I know about this show. <laughs> this was this this show is made by a TV company called Monkey Kingdom. Who I know Monkey. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because I was in a show that they made on Channel Five at the same time, but not this. I'm not one. reviewing that, are we? Huh? No, 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 do it, do it. Um, no, I said what? we're not reviewing your one. No, no, oh, I see, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's a prank show for criminals. Yeah, so they, well, yeah, it's a genius idea, but also questionable in its morals. It's basically... Oh, Shouldn't they just be arresting go. them? In my head, explain it, because in my head at well, the moment I've it, got, like, Beatles about for paedophiles. Uh, no, I was thinking more Noel's house party with a sort of vigilante vibe. Okay. <laughs> Settling in somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in that. Weird Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to read the Wikipedia of um, the show, and it says Swag is a United Kingdom prank show broadcast on Channel 5 from 2002 to 2004. The general theme of the show was to trick members of the public into committing a minor crime, brackets <laughs> usually stealing, but then get, they get their comeuppance in one way or another. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so outrageous. I mean, it's entrapment <laughs> yeah. on Channel 5 with ads in the middle, basically. <laughs> Before you reveal who created the show, though, we should see if they can guess it. Yeah. Who who came up with swag? Yeah. Um oh, it's gonna be someone like Vanessa Feltz or something like that. <laughs> it? It's gonna be someone really random. No, it's it's the person that you absolutely expect. So what does this what does this show remind you of film wise? Film wise? Yeah. If you were to align it with any sort of genre of film. Snakes on planes? No, for sure. Um, uh, so it's like, oh, oh, Guy Ritchie. Is yeah. It, is it Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie. So it says here on the Wikipedia, which we didn't know at <laughs> all watching the show. This show was conceived you know by he Guy Ritchie. He just likes the word swag, swag doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, swag, that's what it's called. What happens, Guy? I don't know, mate. It's called swag. I cannot believe Guy Ritchie created this show. Uh, yeah, and his production company, Scar Films, as well as uh, Scar uh, Films. Monkey. Mm. Uh, so, yes. Is it a co-pro? Is that what it says on that? It looks like it. <laughs> I might be. Oh right, I'm actually right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it does say it's, it's just called Monkey though, not Monkey Kingdom. They used to be called Monkey, then they became Monkey Kingdom. Very well. Doesn't matter. Quite boring. Are okay. you uh, enjoying the production? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just For really fans excited. of TFI Friday. It was uh, the guy who owns monkeys, Will McDonald, yeah. aka Wheel, yeah. off of TFI. Who Chris also Evans. they make Made in Chelsea. Mm. They do indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. They did Made in Chelsea. I did uh, uh, warm up for a couple of the, the celebrity fifteen to ones, and I said, um, "It just occurred to me, probably about fifteen minutes before it started recording, I went." Have you got a list of the celebrities who I am bringing on? <laughs> so I'm bringing I don't on, have to make it up. I'm bringing on thirty. Bringing on thirty today. She was one of them, and they went. And they went. Don't worry, you'll recognise them. Uh, quite a few out of Made in Chelsea. And I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, this will be. This will go well. So what did you have to do? Just guess. Guess the. Guess I, the name. I went to. I went to someone else, and uh, the. And I was actually on the studio floor, and I went. Just, just so there's no little fluffs. Can I, can I take that? Because uh, there was someone on the studio floor that had a printout of where they were stood. Right. Well, podiums are. And I went. Can I have that for a second? Because I don't fucking watch telly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they wouldn't give you a list, even though yeah. there was already a you printed. I know. I know. And I went. Are we good? Who, who is it? And they went. You know him. 
that's not even, <laughs> it's not even how introductions work. No. You know, <laughs> someone doesn't walk out and go, oh, look. And ladies and gentlemen, the Brookstock. person who has just walked out, please now start applauding. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then yeah but then that is how because it was such a long record the first record was uh, over five hours Oof. and they they were they were just walking i i wasn't actually in introducing them they walked out and then go everyone else look who it is them, isn't it? <laughs> look, who it a big, is. a big round no of applause for the person, the person yeah, in the audience who can tell me who that is. No introduction. Please welcome them. I swear <laughs> to God, on the first show, the only people I recognised was Jimmy Carr and John Craven from Newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the JCs for you. Um, what range? <laughs> right. So come on, uh, Cornelius. I want to hear. I want to hear more about this. So uh, swag, so, invented by Guy Ritchie. Yeah, hosted by uh, Mark Dolan, probably. No, no. Jeff Jason Freeman, who you might recognise oh, yes. from our Murray sitcom. Yeah. Or so um, <laughs> He was a very successful stand up. Was in, he? Yeah. Oh, he was a comic. No, he was a stand up comic. If you Google his name, he, he's just an actor. No, no, he's a stand up comic. Uh, but that is IMDB, so fair play. Um, Absolutely thrilled very so, quickly that actors are, he's just an actor. Actors are still below stand up comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, good, thought, good. I thought we were the scum of the earth, but thank God we've got actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, actors yeah. The so, me and Dave place. watched this and. I would say so we've watched about three episodes because yeah. it's on YouTube. Mm, but mm. this is how old the show is. It was uploaded before like long videos were on YouTube. Yeah, so you ten, have to watch ten it minute, in three parts. The, the, uh, the ten minute the limit. Ten minute rule on YouTube. Oh yeah. wow, it's proper acoustic. This yeah. isn't it. Mm. And also, it's a really I really enjoyed it. Really funny show, but definitely doesn't have enough content to fill I'd an say episode. It's well, one episode's worth of television. What I'm thinking now with, with my modern day sensibility is I need nine different scenarios. Do you know what I mean? Like in a whole show. But I'm guessing they just had one scenario per show. No, not quite. They did have a few, but obviously a lot of the just clips were because it was a prank show, quite short as yeah. well. Right. So give us some EGs, please. I want yes, some examples. Absolutely. So uh, the main sort of content was uh, they'd leave like keys in a parked car, mm-hmm. just leave them in the door, and then these people, <laughs> chances would walk past, break into the car. <laughs> well, I'd say break in, unlock and unlock enter the car. The car. <laughs> right. Uh, and then once they got in, the car would lock itself and then <laughs> fill with foam, or <laughs> something would come on the radio saying, Why have you stolen this car? <laughs> Yeah, there was one we watched, wasn't there, where there was like a very primitive version of like Alexa. So like the computer would talk to them oh, wow. within the yeah. car, which is clearly just like a producer Night Rider, on a microphone, sure. like Night Rider thing. Yeah, exactly. Sort of going, would you like to turn left? And they'd be like, yes, yes, accept, accept. And it just, it was just winding them up until they had to, they couldn't get out there to climb up the sunroof because all the doors and windows had locked. But it sounds like it's not really criminals, but people just being a bit inquisitive about a weird situation. Well, it's interesting no, because... I think they are scum of the earth. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, because in the nicest possible... scum of the earth, are they? You're the... walking along and there's a car, there's a really nice car. Oh, with the keys in it. Would you steal the car? Good question. Not necessarily, but I might sit in it if it's a chilly day. No, if I walk past a car and the keys were in it, I'd take the keys out and I'd hand it to a police officer and say, here you are, constable. Yeah, the, the, the car-based scenarios, which, like you say, are about 60% of every episode. They are the best ones, though. Are, they're very funny, but... 
Yeah, the, the people that have decided <laughs> to steal the they, they're all definitely trying to steal the car. Yeah, because quite often they like walk past and the cameras catch them because they've been filming them for like nine hours. And they have a little look, and they and then they bring their mates back later uh, with a getaway yes, scooter and all of that. They're they're really these trying the scum- to steal these, these a car. People are even worse than actors. Hang That's how scummy they are. Hangings too good for them. Anyway. <laughs> But that's so only that one will, strand, and then there's a, a no, number of other strands. This is complete entrapment. I'm on their side. Yeah. Is this how Guy Ritchie married Madonna? Is <laughs> how he met her? <laughs> he was just sat there with his keys, keys in Madonna. In him. <laughs> she was walking past. Um, so was, I, I talk about, I think, the most of its time, well, maybe not the most of its time, uh, Frank, was they'd leave an open lorry with a load of goods in, oh, yeah. with the back in. Someone would jump in. They'd close the door behind them, <laughs> remove the sheets on the side of the lorry so they're basically in this prison, and yeah. then drive them around <laughs> so they could just very medieval, like parading <laughs> them the through stocks. the street. Yeah, yeah, but also like no seatbelt. They are just thrown around. I think we'll do it's this not roundabout. Too bad. They're driving slowly. Yeah, so but... the lorry is made of basically prison bars with sheets over. They drop them, and there's just oh a guy that's God. tried to nick a forty-eight. Did they say it was a big sign saying thief on the, on the uh, side it was basic, of the lock. No, I can't remember, but no. I they, think they did that, not in the one we've watched, but it's so funny. The guy's just hammering against it. It is so funny. Just quickly with the lorry thing, you made the good point, was because we don't see this, but how does that situation end? Yes. <laughs> Can you sign this release form, mate? Right. No, you're all right. No, I don't no, think I will. Mate. before the time of release forms, I believe. It's not, not 1624. <laughs> 2002, mate. I what do you reckon they shot well, yeah, they or they blurred used... their face they didn't blur too many faces they blurred some faces I think there must have been a like a sort of almost a justification <laughs> that these people were trying to commit quite yeah. serious crimes I was once in a prank so show with kids and we had to get the kids to sign release forms and yeah. you do have to really charm them at the end I mean yeah. you've got not getting the kids to sign them you no, sort of the get parents. the guardians to sign yeah. you, it's, it's quite you've got to be careful <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then there the, 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 were some real shit ones, aren't there? Like, yeah, leave so a, those were the best things. Yeah, they leave, the leave a bag oh, and right, then okay. there was filler. Yeah. Right, like, like a pan coin glued to the floor. Celebrity crime. Celebrity crime. So Ce- we've we've seen two of these. Two we? celebrity crimes. One great, one very bad. Uh, cool. Should we talk about the great one first? But, yeah. was Nicholas one, Parsons. <sighs> Uh, convincing a stranger to help him use like a coat hanger to, to yeah. get into a car with the window slightly open <laughs> and the, the keys were on the seat. Uh, That's amazing. Guy, oh how, no, it's a wallet. He's how long did he a give wallet. him? <laughs> yeah. No repetition, no hesitation. <laughs> You've tried it that way. Oh God! Um, long comes Paul Martin, does it quicker and better. Um, yeah, it's very strange because I, I, I think the celebrities in this aren't entirely sure what's happening. Yeah. So Nicholas Parsons is trying to convince this stranger that it's sort of his car. Yo, can you help me break into my own yeah. car? I've Hello. left my keys in there. Mm. And then this stranger, who turns out is definitely a dodgy geezer himself at the end. Yeah, proper East Ender. Uh, does help him break into this car. And then Nicholas Parsons goes, ooh, uh, do you know what? This isn't actually my car. I just fancied that. It was a briefcase, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. And they open a briefcase and it's got it's some cash, cash in it. it. He went, do you want half of it? He went... No, he said, do you want it? He'll go, no, we'll off it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, nice. wow, that is entrapment, but highly entertaining. Mm. Highly, I was once, I used to work at Madame Tussauds uh, in 2001. What? Yeah, yeah, Could, for a can year. Can you stand that still for that long? Mm? 
<laughs> well, this is the thing. That's what I was going to say, right? So um, they they Who filmed they filmed a a um, hidden camera show at Swords the summer I was working there, right? <laughs> and on the main floor, I remember this on telly. Right. So what they did, they got celebrities to stand very still next to waxworks, and suddenly they'd move, right? And they did this with Nicholas fucking Parsons, and he's standing there in the middle of Swords next to I'll never forget this Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and Nicholas Parsons, right? And all the what talk, exhibition, what room is that? <laughs> exactly, right? So they've got, and, he's, and Nicholas Parsons is standing very still next to these two waxworks of, of Sly and, and, and some other Hollywood stars as well. But you mustn't forget that all of the uh, people visiting Madame Swords, they're all foreign tourists. None of them know who Nicholas, know who Nicholas Parsons Nicholas. is. And he suddenly moves and they're like, they just do nothing because there's just a slightly <laughs> so you what, weird man. This podcast episode has been really illuminating into how into the prank show circuit Nicholas Parsons yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when you said Nicholas Parsons, I was like, are you kidding? What was he doing? He must have had a weird agent around that time. Agent. Great agent. Man. You did another prank show this week, Nick? <laughs> All right, sure. Sign me up. I'm in. So the other one we watched, which and this was on the top episode, and the top episode clearly had... You know how telly works. They put the best stuff in the top episode. But this yeah. was the worst of the uh, celebrity pranks. It was Tony Blackburn oh, yeah. going into like a, a local sh- store. Yeah, like a newsagent, a corner shop. And he just picked up some things and then set up a little picnic in the shop. That's just weird. So, it was like a Nisa local or something like that, wasn't it? That yeah. sort of shop, you know? Mm. And he just sort of, basically, he sat down and opened a bottle of Prosecco <laughs> and some cocktail sausages. <laughs> And then they went, sorry, that, what are you that doing? That classic crime. But it wasn't even like clear that he wasn't going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, he just stood up and went, I don't pay for things and walked out. And they just looked confused. Wow. And oh then they God. interview the, the people after and then they go, well, it was a really weird situation. <laughs> like they're the most boring. You go, yeah. There's nothing worse yeah. than a prank misfiring. Just the whole yeah. kind of... Mm. Especially when you're one prank that you have to keep in the episode because there's a, a yes. segment called because you spent a lot of money crime. on Tony yeah. Blackman. Yeah, there was a. Um, What's the? I don't get. I don't get what the. That's completely different from the. Re- yeah, it doesn't fit the rest of the show at yeah. all. It's the weirdest thing about it is it's com- it's a completely different TV show. That mm. yeah. Yeah. That's going to Tony Blackman having a picnic in Anissa. Yeah. That's weird. That's, that is not that's not the that's not what I tuned in for. The guy Richie told me to watch this. I was expecting someone to loot some shotguns. And there's Tony Blackburn like, eating a the, fucking quiche on the floor. Who's the Who's the part of the joke? Look at the look at the poor sods running the shop. Yeah. That's worried it. about his mental health. Look yeah. at him. Well, that's Welcome it. to Tony Breakdown. Yeah, and that's the other thing as well. The people are just being nice to him. Yeah, just right. going, just, oh, just give him a minute. He might be okay. <laughs> Oh, you've been had. That's it. The entire uh, mood of that segment was complete confusion. That was all. Yeah, happening. yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is not funny. Everyone was confused. Confusion is not funny. No, which is why to this podcast. We need to recategorize that. this podcast <laughs> as a matter of urgency. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, Andy Goldstein was also in the show, wasn't he? Yeah, Andy Goldstein uh, plays. So they have uh, a recurring character, well, a recurring three characters of East End naughty boys, uh, gangsters. And uh, so in, we'll talk about the first episode one, which was where they put a, I think this is the same with all of them, they put a ad in the local paper going, we are looking for young men who uh, don't ask too many questions uh, to potentially marry people. And they put that in a genuine <laughs> advert and then they invite them to like this weird sort of 
above a shop warehouse sort of thing. So these unwitting <laughs> subjects turn up, and then Andy Goldstein leaves it. Why there's two other characters? Yeah, it's because they are silent. They're throughout. extras, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Andy Goldstein, we should explain. Uh, was a sort of presenter type. He still is. He's on Talk Sport. He does Talk Sport. Talk okay, Sport, fine. Uh, the Late Show. Yeah, he's good. Good broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was pretty big in the Northeast. He was doing a lot of stuff. He did yeah, he did I missed out on yeah. a lot of work to him at one stage. Really? <laughs> this is also interesting because they've captured that weird Venn diagram of nerdy wells who also read local ads. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then they, they interview them for a bit and they go, look, this is a rub. He goes, uh, we need you to marry one of our ladies and you go, and uh, so they can get citizenship. He went, and uh, we just need to go for a through thing. And he goes, and then they bring the ladies out. And now this is troubling, isn't it? Oh, no, this hasn't aged well, has it? I can already tell. Go on. So uh, they bring out these three women. Yeah. Uh, so oh. one of them is quite pretty, the first one. She's from... Uh, Asia right uh, and then they bring out uh, another young lady from like Eastern Europe I'm already sensing the tone has changed now Cornelius like it's this is coming this is troubling this bit for me. well it it, it is, sounds like yeah, a really bleak, blind day. Mm. I can't remember the names, but they give them complex names, like offensive oh, names. Hilariously. It's not their yeah, names, right, you okay, know. They're okay, probably okay. called Sarah, but mm. that's not what they're called on this show. Mm-hmm. And then... Brian. And then they bring out uh, an older lady, not too old, but and she's not as attractive as the two young girls. Mm-hmm. And basically you go, you can marry her for three grand, oh. her for six grand. Or for oh, no. twenty grand Whoa. or something like that, you know. This is on telly. This yeah. is on telly. This is swag. We're still talking about <laughs> Channel Five, mate. Channel Five. And, <laughs> and the, the guy goes, "Well, I'll go for the twenty grand. Just maximise my financial." <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my god. Businessman, not a lover. A, they bring in a fake priest and marry them there and then. Oh no! And they take a photo of the proposal with just the worst backdrop of. Paris and the oh, Eiffel Tower M-G. and then they bring the priest so as far so, as this guy knows he's turned up for a meeting and now he's walking out married wow. and again, this, the, this has flawed all of us right we're all just like, oh my god I feel sick <laughs> and that was on telly what within the last 60 years <laughs> two, two, yeah, 2002 to 2004 and then they show, brought out a fourth lady who's called Madonna <laughs> you can marry this <laughs> the ultimate swag yeah it was wow there was the other episode we watched had a better version of that where they uh, were training people up to be bank robbers and that was very funny oh yeah and they made them do all these they silly <laughs> challenges like they did like the laser yeah they sort of did like string st- they made string versions of like the, la- the, the laser mazes that you have to sort of climb through and they were just all, basically auditioning idiots to be bank robbers but it was it's, it's an astonishing show what you were saying a minute ago about about, you know, like leaving keys in a motor and then people walking down the street and going, mm. hello, this looks an interesting situation. That, to what you just said about marrying people, is such a gear change. Do you remember the far show when uh, that character, you know, I was very drunk. Yes. And then they did, like, it was like the last episode when he came out with a really poignant, sad <gasps> tearjerk. Yes. And his wife died in his arms. And he yes. went, I was very drunk. And you go, wow, you've changed the gear... This is as much of a gear change in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. And then sandwiched between the two it was just Tony Blood, but I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> picnic at Nisa. Break down by the fridge. 
Uh, thanks, Cornelius. Um, come back in five more weeks and choose another show, right? Sure, big time. Uh, and I do actually big time. Uh, recommend watching the show on YouTube. You have to search Swag TV Show. Right, <laughs> that's the thing to look for, Swag yeah. TV Show. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Clint Edwards, as well, for joining us on Cabin Fever Weekly, the, the, the first outdoor Cabin Fever. We yes. need, need a new name, really. Oh yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Breakout. If uh, you've listened to this and thought this isn't really what I listened to this podcast for, uh, we'll be back to normal next week, won't we? We'll be back in our own homes. Yeah, I don't want to see you again. No, no. another four months and then we'll be fine. Correct. Thank you. Um, we'll do a Christmas special out and about, but for now, back to back to your homes, everybody. Back to your homes, and it'll be Helen Monk's day next week. Oh yes, her. I yes. love Helen Monk's. Yeah, love she's... a bit of Helen Monk's. Uh, great. So she'll be back next week, and don't forget, uh, give us a tweet on this number if you so desire. <laughs> Cabin FEA three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FEA three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FEA three seven oh nine oh 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 that's our Twitter name. Don't talk now, though. Great big Get another drink. Uh, yeah, well, actually, yeah. What a fourth Guinness. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.